Hello and welcome to the Lead Hership Show. I am your host, Harriet Schumacher, Certified Executive Coach and Women's Leadership Expert. Thank you for tuning in. Each week, we bring forward thinking, inspiring, and real conversations for women who want to lead and live more fully. I'm so excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy the next conversation. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. Hi, Vicki. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here and offering your time. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. You know, when I was putting out, um, you know, getting ready to record some more sessions of the podcast, you were the first woman that came to mind, first conversation that I wanted to have. So thank you so much for being here. And uh, wow, so many things that we could talk about. That means a lot to me because I admire you and what you're doing. And I... um, I see what you're doing. I see the women who are benefiting from it. So I thank mm-hmm. you for asking me to be here. Yeah, my pleasure. And, um, you know, you're a dear friend. I see you as definitely a women's advocate. Um, and, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a mom, you're a grandmother, you know, you have so much wisdom and so much value to be able to offer uh, other business owners, other entrepreneurs, other female leaders. And so, Today, I really wanted to get an opportunity for you to introduce yourself to anybody who might be listening to this. So why don't you start there and talk to us a little about who you are, what you do, why you do it, and give us a bit of um, your background. And then we'll go from there. We'll just flow from there. Okay. So um, let's start at the beginning, which is my sort of entry into the work world. Um, I was about 19 years old, uh, decided not to finish university, and uh, because I had gotten married at a very young age and just wanted to start earning an income. So I started working for RBC after a couple of, uh, let's not talk about them jobs, um, <laughs> <laughs> call, you know, yep. the, uh, you know, the, the very loved, uh, you know, uh, person who's calling you trying to raise money for a certain, uh, organization or whatever. So anyway, I worked for RBC. I worked for RBC and I, I rose in, you know, in, uh, in level in that organization uh, quite rapidly and had a very successful, uh, enjoyable career with them for 11 years while I had three children and uh, while I was pregnant and giving birth to three children. So I ended up uh, three kids later, my son was um, a year old, I went back to work. I had been back to work already for six months with RBC and just decided that it was just too much. The childcare arrangements and just the, that rat race, it was just too hard at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and my husband had just bought his own business, so he was never around. So I made the decision that one of us had to be home. So I, I left work so I could stay home and raise my third child. Mm-hmm. Um, year a few years later I was like I need to get back to work I need to do something um I I need to be productive that's just my personality and um I interviewed with a couple of other financial institutions and it just wasn't doing anything for me I don't know why I just didn't feel like that was what I wanted to do and I think that's a lot of women can identify with that and I think I had the um luxury let's say of stepping out of it and assessing, do I want to go back in? Mm-hmm. Sort of like what COVID has forced us all to do. Yeah. So here I was no longer in that world and it gave me time to think about it. And I was like, I don't really feel the pull to go back in there. It, it's not giving me the creative outlet that I need. Right. 
Um, so I just decided just to wait it out. And then in that time, I discovered that I had a passion for beauty. Uh, I always had it growing up, but it, I rediscovered a passion for beauty, but specifically makeup and what it can do in um, it's just from a fun aspect of like, it can transform you from mm. this face to that face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was intrigued by that. And I just started playing around on my own at home and nobody knew anything about it. Um, other than the people who lived with me, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I would create all these makeup looks and take pictures of them just for fun. And I found this online site that you could go on anonymously and post the pictures and got really good feedback from that. But that went on for literally six or seven years. Wow. Yes. And it, I never once did I think I can do something with this. It wasn't, that wasn't what it was. It was sort of like a this is my fun. This is my creative outlet. This is my passion and, you know, obsession. So, um, years later, someone did see the pictures on my, on my computer and they said, well, who, who's that person? I said, well, that's me. Cause it was always half my face. It was never my full face. I would crop out as much of my features as you could as possible. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, who did the makeup? And I said, well, me. And that person said, well, you should be a makeup artist. That's very good. And I was like, no, 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 I, I'm not good enough to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a man. He said, yes, you should. So I thought, you know what? Okay, what am I going to do with this? I thought I'm going to put a picture on Facebook and see what happens. So put a picture on Facebook and the response from people who knew me, my friends was really, really good. So positive. And, and that was what my biggest fear is. I thought I'm not good enough and people are going to criticize and say, she's not good enough. Who does she think she is? You know, all of those things. And what a frivolous thing to be doing, you know, considering my bank background. Where I right, 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 right. <clears throat> so then I ended up, um, I ended up, um, getting people who would message me and say, I want you to do my makeup and um, started doing their makeup. And it literally snowballed so quickly. And within, I would say two years, I had like major connections in the photography world, major, I I got featured on the, in the Chronicle Herald. Um, I was already on CTV. Like it was really, really quick. Mm-hmm. And this is back in the day when makeup wasn't a thing. It still really wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. It was very new. Um, um, when I say a thing, I mean, it, it wasn't as exposed as it is now, sort of like in the social media world between right. Instagram and YouTube. And just, it's everywhere. But at the time, it was rare and very unusual, especially in Halifax. It's such a conservative city. Mm-hmm. People got their hair done, but they didn't get their makeup done. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, I grew to become known for it and um, loved what I did originally for the creative outlet, for the transformation. But then I discovered the real reason why I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time for me to actually for me to actually make the connection and connect all the dots and say, this is why I love what I do. It's the reaction of the woman during and then after the appointment with me it's her telling me you know i haven't felt this beautiful in years it's her messaging me after and saying i felt so confident walking in the room and i connected it to my own experience with beauty and self-image and empowerment and how it really is life-changing that when you start to see yourself in your best light you 
carry yourself differently. You talk differently. You, you really become empowered. Mm -hmm. And it was that sense of empowerment that I wanted to pass on to my clients. And then eventually through creating my own makeup line, um, it was to pass it on to people who were not even my clients, just to teach them how to do their makeup through the virtual platform of social media, specifically Instagram, and then be able to provide them with the makeup to do that look with. So it's, it really came full circle for me. And now my mission is really to empower women through confidence and be able to see themselves um, as beautiful on the outside as they are on the inside. Yeah, that's, that's something that I have absolutely witnessed. You know, you and I've done a couple of events together and isn't it amazing when you see after, you know, they've spent time with you and you've taught them, you know, the, the, tr the tricks and the tools of the trades and the things that we don't know. And then yeah. they purchase your makeup and then they're posting photos and sending messages. Yeah. And like, I took what you told me to heart and I now I feel more empowered today. Like I'm you know, turning my camera on, or I, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and like actually looking at myself now instead of hiding from myself. I mean, that's so I've seen it over and over again with the, the uh, experiences that I've had working with you. Yeah. And those messages are what I get and what I, seeing them, I, it, nothing excites me more than getting a message like that wow. or seeing a photo of somebody who says, look at me now, like, look, I implemented these small, easy to do um, tips that you gave me that no one ever talks about, no one ever really shared. And then, and look at me now. And that is my drive. That's what feeds me and makes me so excited. And that's what fills my inbox. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I love that too. And I, I didn't know that you had been, you know, dabbling, if you want to call it that for like six to seven years before yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And I, I look back on myself and I think, my God, I wasn't the same person. I, I really wasn't nearly as confident as I am now. Yeah. So talk to me about that. Talk to me about that transition from feeling like not good enough mm -hmm. to where you are now. Like, and, and how do you see that showing up with the women that you work with this belief that we are not good enough or, or, and the, and the connection between like taking action and becoming more confident along the way. Talk to me about that. Yeah. I think having worked in, um, in a business as, as big and as organized as RBC for years. And I, I have a lot of respect for that organization. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of women who felt very trapped in their jobs and mm -hmm. they didn't love what they did. They just did it because it was an income. It was a job. It was get up, go to work, do the same thing over again. And it, it, it wasn't soul fulfilling and it wasn't, it wasn't career fulfilling and they were at a plateau. They were stuck. Yeah. Um, and I see it today with so many women that come to see me and they start talking about their careers or their lives. And they talk about how they feel stuck yeah. and they want to make a change, but they're so afraid to mm -hmm. make a change. Mm -hmm. That fear is sort of what it's like cement around your feet. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's so hard to release yourself from that. And I think that what you really need to do is just spend some time alone with yourself and ask yourself some questions like, what do I love to do? Forget about money, forget about the job. Mm -hmm. What do I love to do? What excites me? What fuels me? Just start writing mm -hmm. a list of those things. And don't worry about the income part of it. Just write all that down. And then, and then look at it and say, what, what talent do I have that 
I take for granted as being easy for me mm-hmm. that maybe somebody else can benefit from whatever that talent may be. And everybody has a talent that they can, that somebody, somebody else can benefit from. Mm-hmm. For you, Harriet, it's your ability to um, make plans, make action plans, you know, um, bring um, things to light, make, th- make sense out of things so that you can help people implement words into action and actually change their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was, it started with makeup and it's become, I think, a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. But um, don't take for granted the talents that you have and don't think that you can't make an income from it mm-hmm. or that you can't make a life out of it. You, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I certainly understand financial restrictions, but you can do it in your spare time in the beginning and see how it goes and then build it from there. It doesn't have to happen overnight. And in fact, it won't happen overnight. Um, I think that's another big thing that, that this all grew very organically for me. And, and I say snowballed, but really it grew slowly and steadily um, over the years. This is 11 or 12 years in the making. Mm-hmm. Uh, and things, the next step becomes, becomes very apparent when it shows up at your door and then take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's... Um... So, so much of what you just said is so powerful, Vicki. Like this whole, I love this piece where you say fear is like cement around your feet. It is. I think that's like, ugh, love that. I've written it down. I'm stealing it from you. <laughs> um, but I think for so many women, <clears throat> the fear of who am I to be doing this? Or what if I fail? Or, uh, or just even not even knowing what the talents are and looking out into the world and comparing, you know, your gifts to someone else who is further ahead than you and thinking, well, I could never achieve what they have achieved. So I shouldn't even bother because I just can't do that. And to hear you talk about, you know, your journey that it, it's, there's no such thing as an overnight uh, success in anything. Like it takes hard work and it takes patience and it takes time to achieve you know, your next level of success. And, but it starts with the passion. I think that money is an outcome of being passionate about something and working from a place of purpose. Like the money comes when you're aligned with that, right? A hundred percent. And that is my, that is my, one of my um, core principles of, of why I do what I do Mm -hmm. is that um, if it no longer becomes my passion, if it's no longer my passion, I'll stop doing it. Yeah. If I'm no longer fulfilled and happy from it, I, I have to stop doing it. Yeah. The money is the money is a side effect of it. But the the better you are at what you do, the more passionate you are about what you do, the more you're able to connect with people mm-hmm. and accomplish your mission. Mm-hmm. The money the money just grows and grows. It's it's a it's funny how how that happens. It, they grow side by side. If you're if you're implementing the right business strategy. Yeah. Yes, obviously. As a creative, that's very important for every creative out there. I want to tell you that that if you um, don't go, don't give away your talents, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, it's you know, it's just I'm you know, I can do this. No, no, no. Like you need to start um, treating it as a business because it is. Um, but from that aspect, uh, you talked about comparison, which is a really big, a big thing. Mm-hmm. Comparison, you know, everybody knows that quote, comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. Uh, And it really is. 
I think what you need to do, and the, it, my whole career, I sort of had blinders on as far as what other people were doing. And if I did allow myself to fixate on a person mm-hmm. or, or my quote unquote competition, fixate on what they were doing, it actually slowed me down. Right. And it, it confused me and it, it, it just, it jumbles up your mind. Mm-hmm. You kind of, you have to know what your mission is and what your purpose is and what your way of doing it is, because there are going to be hundreds of other people out there doing what you do, yeah. but only you can do it in the way that you do it. Yeah. So focus on yourself and how you do things, you know, recognize what your strengths are, who your target uh, market is, mm-hmm. and just work on that. Mm-hmm. And then um, don't worry about comparing because there is room for everybody, but the, the people who connect will rise to the top. Yes. And it's about connecting. It is about connecting and serving and serving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's something that has always stood out to me about your brand. And, you know, we've had these conversations. I'm always like, it's your brand promise, Vicki. Like I can see it. I feel it. Every time that I have an interaction with you, every time I see you post something on social media, the way that you stand up for things and, you know, you it's, it's clear. And I think women specifically are drawn to you because of what you stand for, because of your integrity and we trust you. So tell me a bit about that. Like, tell me the, the, because I think that's an evolution that comes in business after a while, like from starting off your business and being like, okay, I have this idea and I'm passionate about it. And I want to like go out and do this. And I'm excited about it to being like, okay, now I see that there's, um, there's, I'm going to run into some difficulty, right? I'm going to run into some choices where I'm going to have to make decisions and I'm going to have to really get clear on who am I and who am I not? And who, you know, speaking from a place of integrity, because we can't be all things to all people. We, oh, you can try, you can try <laughs> and you'll, you'll die in the process, you know, from exhaustion, trying to be all things to all people. Yeah. And you can really say, you know, this is who I am and this is what I stand for. So talk to me about your values. Talk to me about your brand. Talk to me about what you stand for um, and how you came to get to know that and build a brand around that. Because I really think that that's why we love one of the, one of the reasons why we love you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I love you. And I want to tell you that um, when someone says something to you, you should believe them. And you're, you're somebody who's made such a positive impact in my life because from the moment I met you, it was, it was a very special relationship and you encouraged me in ways that I don't think you even realize. And you would say something to me about brand promise. You spoke a language that I had never heard before because I've never done any of this formal um, career training or any of that. So you, when you said something to me, it would really stick with me and um, highlight something that was there, but I never realized it was there. So I want to thank you for that um, because I think I've been able to grow more as a result of my relationship with you. Um, But my brand promise is something that grew very, very organically. And I think that in order for anybody to succeed, organic is like the, the key word, authentic and organic. Yes. Because people really know when you are trying to be something that you're not and trying to fit a mold of of what's popular right now, what's hot right now. Um, What's hot right now is exactly that, what's hot right now. But what's, it's sort of like the style versus fashion trend versus real style thing. Yes. Right? 
don't jump on what is popular right now. Think about your long-term goal. Mm -hmm. Think about what really um, feeds you and what people are going to benefit from who are in contact with you and read, read the feedback. So in doing your business, you're going to get your positive feedback. When you get that, hone in on it. Mm -hmm. and and recognize what is providing value and run with that Mm -hmm. um think of ways to grow your business based on that so for me i have to tell you covid was actually very positive for me Mm -hmm. and i think that it opened my eyes to a world that i never really realized that i could do anyway which is the the world of online sales to a point of being a self-sufficient business on its own Um, I always had the online shop and I always um, sold product, but I always thought, you know what, I've got to have that in face-to-face interaction with a client in order to complete the sale or really build a relationship. Mm -hmm. But that's not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. Um, Online became, you know, my presence, I was on there daily doing videos and I let my guard down and I was, I was like, I'm going to go on with no makeup on and show people who I really am. And that's, that's fine. You know, it's okay to not be perfect. Yes. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect. In fact, so many people are hungry for what's not perfect because they connect to it. They relate to it. Yeah. When, I, when I'm scrolling on Instagram, I love the feeds that look, you know, very curated. Yes. Like every picture is, you know, in line with the next picture and tells a story and all same color theme. That's lovely. I follow some of those accounts. But the people that I really gravitate to and listen to what they have to say and really am avidly into are the people who are just real. Yeah. They, they put it out the way it really is. And they are not afraid to show you, you know, the raw, the ugly, the real, because that's, that's part of life. And I think as a makeup artist, it really hits home because if I only went on screen looking fully made up every single day, I think the the average woman who doesn't really know how to put makeup on would look at me and think, oh God, I could never do that. Right. Or I, but if I go on showing you that I have bad days too, I've got lines and wrinkles and I've got under eye circles and I look a hot mess like a lot of the time, <laughs> 90% of the time, then you know you're gonna and, and I'm gonna show you how you're gonna go from this to looking better, to looking even better, to looking great. Yeah. Then you're gonna see that you can do it too. And that everybody that you admire out there in that fake world mm-hmm. is the same. Yes. You know, it's, to me, that is the essence of confidence. It is. It is speaking about, you know, not feeling enough. If I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm enough, then I would never get on camera or never go into any situation without, you know, being fully made up and put, you know, covering who I actually am, because I would feel like I'm not enough as I am right now. So, and you know, your lives during COVID were like sanity for me. I'm like, okay, Vicky is going to be live. Like we're going to, she's here. Like the world is still moving in a positive direction. Like we're going to be okay. Honestly, it was a grounding for me to have you there hosting a conversation and, you know, talk and being like, we're here, we can connect, even though we can't connect, we still need to connect. And that's vitally important to all of every single one of us, even though physically we couldn't be uh, together. So COVID was a positive for you. Yeah. 
I, just hold on to your question for one second because I want to tell you I felt the same way with your lives mm -hmm. and I got that feedback about it being sanity for from a lot of people yeah. and I think what it is is that we needed to feel connected and that's what we ended up doing and we needed to feel like it's okay to not be perfect and yeah. I think that what we realized in all of this and it, it's really been sort of a wake-up call mm -hmm. is get real like get real people like it, it's it's there's so much of a show out there and it's like mm -hmm. everybody at their core is the same yes and I keep going back to that because it means so much to me that people understand that everybody shows up the same way and if you're waiting to be perfect and if you don't like something about yourself it doesn't mean that somebody else isn't going to like it I hate the sound of my own voice mm -hmm. and when I do a story Mm -hmm. I, a lot of people I know say, but I, I can't do a story. Like I can't look into the camera and talk and put it out there for people to say, to see, mm -hmm. but as a business owner, if you're, if you're in the internet space, you have, people need to connect with you as a person. Mm -hmm. They need to see. You. It's, it's just something that I've realized is that that human interaction and connection is extremely important. Yeah. So when I record a story, and I have to listen to myself while I write the caption or do all of that stuff. I have to listen to myself. <laughs> I, I get so, and I hate it. So I always I hate turn it. Off the, <laughs> I turn off the volume because I'm like, I can't stand my own voice. But what you need to understand is that message needs to get out. What you have to say is important. Um, get over the, the small things that you think are so terrible about yourself because they're really not. And tune out the, the negative and just go for the, like, jump on the positive and run with that. So you were asking me a question. What was I don't know. Question? It's all good. You know, I was thinking like, um, at some point along the way, like, I remember when I started, you know, speaking in audiences and, you know, the whole social media thing for me has always been tricky. Like I always say, if I didn't have a business, I probably wouldn't use social media to the extent that I do, right? So that piece, but there's something that clicked in me a while back and that's kind of what I'm hearing from you is when you're real, you recognize that whatever you're creating isn't really a, for you. No. It's not about you. Yeah. It's about, you know, being, it's about helping and serving and, you know, providing whether that's inspiration or whether that's a technique or whether that's a tool or helping someone who is struggling in some way, you know, get what they need uh, in order to be able to, you know, get through the day or, you know, make career changes or transform the way that they look so that they can feel more empowered. I mean, that's about, that's really about serving others. That's really a bigger why then how do I look today? And is everybody going to be okay with how I look today? I mean, you that's... Know what? thank you for saying that because I, again, you're saying something in it that's, that's so true for me, so true, but I didn't really realize that that's what had happened. And that's part of the evolution too, of my career and my presence and my business is that it's shifted from being about me mm -hmm. and being about me in, a, in the way that I would never uh, go on screen looking less than quote unquote perfect in my mind to now being, I, I'm going to do it because it's going to help you. Yes. And, and I never realized that until you just said this. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, it's giving, I think it's giving permission, you know, when we give ourselves permission Yeah. And we, I, I, you know, when we, when we, what's the word I'm looking for right now? 
when we kind of liberate ourselves from our own expectations of how we're supposed to show up in the world, then we allow other people to be liberated too. And it's, so yeah. you, we, we all have the capacity to do that. But I think what you're talking about is like, if I'm constantly presenting myself as perfect and unflawed and having my shit all together all the time, that's not real. <laughs> that's so not real. And, and we that. love that and do that. Not saying, you know, you need to be a mess every time that you, you know, you, you oh, know, nice real life is real life you know yeah, real life is real life I had a day this week where I felt amazing I was like yes, oh my yes. God, the best I felt in like freaking months yeah but that's not real and that's not sustainable and that's not average the most people women in general feel um feel like they don't measure up yes uh, you know and, and and in every way and and as the years go by and as social media becomes more and more present mm -hmm. uh, and, and so overwhelming in our lives, that pressure to be perfect grows and grows mm -hmm. and, and your comparison grow, like grows and grows. So you've, what, what we need to see more of is the real. Yes. So bring it, bring yeah, it. Like yes. I crave it. That's what I want to see. Yes, me too. Yeah. I, I crave it. I think, and I think we all do crave real, we, we crave real connections, real relationships, real conversations. Uh, yeah. There's an absence of it though, for sure. And oh, the yeah. gap is getting wider and wider in certain places. So what advice, I know a lot of women um, look up to you, Vicki. I am one of them. And I know women who perhaps are listening to this and thinking like, I have this creative outlet. I have a desire to, you know, do something different because I'm feeling like disengaged or, you know, I'm working in this position that you know, isn't really serving me or lighting me up. What advice would you give to women about how to navigate entrepreneurship now <laughs> in yeah. 2020? What would you tell them? Um, I would say that the first thing is understand that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Mm -hmm. You don't have to make a earth, an earth shattering cold Turkey, quit my job fully. I'm going to go into this like jump full. You can start by testing the waters, do it on the weekend, do it in your downtime. But if it's your passion, it is going to rise to the surface and you're going to quickly understand that this is what you're meant to do yes. and understand that the money will come. The, fi the financial aspect of it is a byproduct of how well you deliver your message and how much you connect with people. Mm -hmm. So um, to overcome that fear, I would say, do it, do it, do both until you become comfortable enough in the one, in your passion to do it completely. Yes. Um, that's the first thing I would say. The second thing is I would say, always go back to why your why, mm -hmm. because if you don't have that core, it's, it's the, it's the pit in the center of the apricot and everything comes out of that. So if, if you don't have that solid why, and for me, my solid why is helping to empower women to feel great about themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I say great, I don't mean just in their looks. I mean, in every way yeah. to feel good enough, you know, mm -hmm. to feel great actually. Um, but if you don't have that, that core, that fundamental core, then everything else is flawed. Yeah. Yeah. And you won't be able to, to really grow. And I think that, um, it's, it's write that down, like do as much writing and soul searching and really thinking about, I, I spend a lot of time alone 
And for some people that would be a very grim <laughs> thought. <laughs> I love, I love my alone time because it lets me think, it lets me process, it lets me plan and navigate and just connect with myself. And I think that um, if you have a fear of spending time alone, ask yourself why, you know, are you, are you scared of, you know, of your thought processes and that sort of thing. So in, spend some time alone really and, and spend time with a good leader. Like you're amazing for that Harriet, in helping to identify someone's strength and, and you helping them see that, recognize it, and then use it to navigate their career. You've been such an asset for me. Um, knowing you has been such a positive thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, because you've been encouraging when I, when I tap into something that I think might be a good idea, you, you know, just nail that all the way in and you're like, no, that's a good idea. Like you run with it, you do this. Yeah. Well, you have lots of good ideas, so you make it really easy. Uh, and, and, under, and the other thing is understand that as an entrepreneur, as a self, uh, driven business, you are your own hype woman and you are your yeah. own, you're your own everything. And you've got to put the work and hustle in. You have to do it. 100%. And it's been, and you, you, to do that, you need the passion to do it. And if you, you know, so you need to find ways to fire yourself up, mm -hmm. whatever that is, you know, get some inspiration um, or devote a morning and be like, you know what, this morning, I'm going to do this, this, and this, I'm just going to do it. And then you do it and then you see the sales start to come in and you're like, oh my God, yeah, that's why I'm doing this. You know, boom, boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. So that, that it's all about that. You've got to kind of like, um, um, discipline yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The you discipline. Do. Yeah. You do need to be, you have to, discipline is a hundred percent it because there's going to be good days and there's going to be days when you're like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, I feel like there are days when you are on your own and you have to motivate yourself every single day and you don't have a boss. You are your own boss and you don't have right. anybody like checking in on what is it that you're doing today and, you know, helping you to set goals. You have to do all of that work yourself and it, it, it requires a level and then you need to execute. So it's like taking the ideas and then executing on that. And then sometimes not getting any result. And then being like, okay, well, today's a new day. I'm going to pick myself up and dust myself off and let's get started again. You know, yeah. that's when you really need to be able to hold your own space to say, yeah. this is my why, this is why I do this, because it can be easy to fall into the darkness around that, around comparing myself to other people's success, feeling like I'm not good enough, you know, fear and doubt and imposter syndrome start to creep in. And then I think it's much easier to keep going than it is to give up and start something else, which I think sometimes that's what I see women giving up. Like this is hard. Yeah. And I don't know if I can, can continue this. This is a bad idea or I shouldn't keep going or I should go and get, you know, I shouldn't have left my job or, or I'm going to go back to work. And right now, you know, we're having a lot of women that are really struggling, like, you know, economically, this is, we're not in a great position right now. You know, there's yeah. a lot that's going on globally. So Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that women need to, you need to get some women in your corner that you trust and support you and are going to hold you up and challenge you and not just be an echo chamber who are really going to give you some feedback. That's right. And, uh, you definitely need discipline every single day. You got to be like, you know, what am I doing today to help me, you know, move forward? focus on the future instead of you know, right. living in the past. Yeah. And I think if you have put the work in and you've really committed to doing something and it didn't work, you've got to ask yourself, why didn't it work? Yes. And, and look for the reasons why. And when something is a success, 
say, uh-huh, I did something right there. What did I do differently? How did I deliver it? Like, what was, what was the difference this time that resulted in the success? Make note of that and use that strategy carrying forward. Um, so I think it's really being in tune with what works, what doesn't work, and then um, going, you know, just refining your processes based on that. Yeah, it's all growth. And, you know, yeah. I, I do believe that success leaves clues and success looks in a lot of different ways. It's not just about, oh, that was easy. And that that's my definition of success. Like the successes and the hard stuff and yeah. the learning like and the discomfort that comes from the work uh, of trying and, you know, dusting yourself off, off every single day and innovating. And like right now, you know, that's what 2020 has been all about. So I'm going to ask you some questions now. Okay. And some rapid fire questions to kind of get love your it. take on things. Cause I love, I love, I love when you shoot from the hip. I love it. Okay. Okay. So confidence is. Oh, believing in yourself. Okay. 2020 has been. A motherfucker. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? I love it. I haven't heard that in a long time. Freedom comes from that word. Yes. <laughs> Sorry yeah. if I offended anybody out there, but it was the first one that came to mind. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Integrity is. Ooh, delivering on your core value. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the last one here, women are. Unstoppable. Love it. Love it. Vicky, yeah. thank yes. you so much. So many, key, so many important takeaways from here about you know, letting go of your fear of, you know, stepping into confidence about how to build a business and so many things that women are going to take away from this conversation. So uh, thank you so much. Any last things that you want to add to our conversation before we close up for the day? Um, I think the message for me, if I can just, if I, if I was sitting in front of everybody out there who's listening right now, and I could talk to you directly, it would be, don't listen to the negativity in your head. Don't listen to it. You are amazing. You're so capable. Um, you are capable. Just try, try it. You've got nothing to lose and, and see how it goes. And honestly, if I had never put that picture out there, uh, my original picture and, and, and on Facebook of the makeup I had done and I wasn't doing what I'm doing today, I can't even imagine my life I can't even imagine. I don't know what I'd be doing. Yeah. It, um, sometimes you've got to take a risk and it's going to feel a little uncomfortable, but boy, does it ever pay off. It's so amazing. I, I was thinking about that too, when you were telling that, I, I really believe that it's often best to do the opposite of what fear is telling you to do. Oh, and one more thing I want to say to you, yes. I have the opera, I, there's a, a gentleman that I know who's an extremely successful businessman and has quite the story mm-hmm. started with literally nothing mm-hmm. and has and what he's managed to do financially with his life is just unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked him a question and his response uh, not only sticks with me, but it, it resonates with me and I feel it to my core and I know it to be true. Mm-hmm. He said, you could have the very best deal come your way, the best idea, like guaranteed 100% this will succeed, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you are fearful you will always find a way to talk yourself out of it. Yes, hundred percent. So then I asked him, what's the key to your success? And he said, I, I have no fear. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, that is the, um, the biggest thing that sticks with me is that if you are someone who is, is 
fearful, um, you've got to find way, we've got to find ways to overcome that. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I always think like you, fear is an emotion like all the others that we experience. It's, it's fear is like happiness or joy or sadness. It's an emotion. And so learning to look at it, look fear in the eye and say, why are you here? Yeah. And doing the opposite of what it is telling you to do. The more that you do that, I, I believe that confidence comes from taking action. And the more that you step into that uh, fear and do the opposite of what it is telling you to do, the more your confidence begins to grow. And that is absolutely what every single one of us need to be doing more of because the world wants us to be afraid. <laughs> right now? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Stay home and be afraid. So uh, yeah. We dare make a move. Be afraid. Yeah, gotta make a move. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so, so much for having me on. Oh my gosh. Yes. Anytime you're, anytime you want to come back, we love having you. Thank you. I love you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I love and, you. I yeah, so much respect and admiration for what you're doing for women. Oh, thanks so much. I'm happy to have you in my life. So thanks so much for being here. And uh, at the end of the this show, I will let everybody know how they can find you. And definitely, uh, you know, you want to tap into Vicky on Instagram. You want to look up her uh, website, vickymina.com. And she has amazing products and you can do consults with her if you are wanting to, you know, transform the way that you look and how you use makeup. Uh, I use all of Vicky's products and, um, uh, you know, really feel like 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour with her is game changing. So uh, I will make sure that all of those links are posted here in this podcast. If you aren't following her, you definitely want to just to learn from her mastery, but also because she's an amazing woman and you just need her in your corner. So thanks thank so much, Vicky, for being here. I look forward to the connecting with everybody. Thank you so okay. much. Thank okay. You. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello again, this is Harriet Schumacher, and thank you for listening and tuning into The Leadership Show. I really hope that you enjoyed what we were discussing today, and if you did, if you liked what you heard and you want to continue to be a part of our community, here's a couple of ways that you can do that. First, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you want to make sure that you get our releases coming to you each week, and uh, if you would love to give us a rating uh, and give us some feedback about the show, of course, we would love to hear your thoughts. And on another note, we uh, if you want to be part of our community, we have a private Facebook group for uh, women in leadership. It is actually called the Women in Leadership Group. You can find us on Facebook. We have over 1,300 professional women who are inside that community who are having amazing conversations right now about what they care the most about. I go live inside that group every Tuesday to give you free training and free coaching. So we hope that you uh, we hope that you join. We'd love to see you over there. So thanks so much, everyone. Enjoy your day, and uh, we look forward to hearing you and being with you again next week. Take care.